today on Locked on A's. Could John Fisher actually end up selling the Oakland A's? Let's get into it. You are Locked on A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 516 of the Lockdown A's podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And on today's show, Tim Kawakami has written a bunch of things. He's had a podcast about just ownership and general. So he kind of wrote this podcast for me. So thank you to Tim Kawakami of The Athletic for uh, giving me a lot of stuff to work on today. Uh, so we're going to be talking about uh, what he wrote in The Athletic just a few days ago, and then also what was said on his podcast by Joe Lacob just a few, just a couple of days ago, I believe. So we're getting into all of that. Could there be an A's ownership change afoot? You got to listen to find out to that one. But before we get into anything, thank you so much for making the Lockdown A's your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. Uh, check out the, the show on YouTube because we're great there and you get to see this face and all the excitement and the energy and all that stuff on YouTube. And if you're on YouTube, give us a subscribe on the subscribe button. Give us a like, give us a comment below. Uh, those things really help find other A's fans like yourself. And it, it really helps the podcast grow. And uh, we're up to, I think we were at like 650, 645, somewhere in there, uh, subscribers on YouTube. Just last episode, that was a couple days ago. We're at 675 now. You guys are doing great. So keep doing what you're doing. People are finding the show. People are liking the show. And uh, that's nice. I enjoy that. If you don't know what to comment below, just uh, so good at baseball, so handsome, and then uh, tell me how great the show is, too. Why not? Throw it. Keep asking for more, Jason. Anyways, <laughs> let's get into the show real quick. Uh, follow us on social media, at LockedOnAce on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's, where I write a bunch of stuff, uh, including some of this uh, stuff about Joe Lacob. I also wrote a piece about Christian Pache uh, maybe being better. We'll see. Maybe his process has been better this winter. Uh, so check that stuff out over at Inside the A's. But let's get into today's episode uh, because Tim Kawakami talks about what he is hearing from the A's side in his most recent piece, I believe, uh, for The Athletic. And uh, he said that this these are mostly quotes, but there was some cage rattling uh, before Libby Schaff was set to, to exit office because she had been termed out as mayor of Oakland. And they didn't know what the new mayor, Shang Tao, was going to, what her priorities would be. So they were, they were trying to get a deal done with Libby Schaff beforehand. So, you know, when, when you hear about the A's and all of the Vegas talk, remember just a couple of months ago, everybody was like, oh, wow, they're super moving to Vegas because of what Bob Nightingale tweeted out, which wasn't what was said on the, on the interview that Rob Manfred did with Mad Dog Russo. Just a lot of bad players in that one. And everybody took from that that the A's are moving to Vegas. It is a done deal. That is not the case at all. There is no deal with Vegas. And uh, so so there's that. It, it's just, there's been a wild misinformation campaign. And y you listen to the people that are in the know, nothing's really changed. There's not a deal with Vegas. Nevada doesn't necessarily have an appetite 
to add another sports team that they have to pay for. And the A's, the only reason they would do it is uh, if it's a better deal for John Fisher and if it's the same deal, why move the team to Vegas when there's more money to be had in Oakland? Just, just funny to think about. There's no water in Nevada. There's no water from ballpark in Nevada. <laughs> There's water in Nevada, I'm sure. I hope. There has to be, right? How do people survive? Is it on Surge Energy Drinks? Or Surge Sodas? Oh, remember Surge? That was awful. Anyways, the piece does go on to say that there is some, some real optimism, or some real, sorry, not optimism, the opposite of optimism, pessimism in John Fisher's offices about a Howard Terminal deal. Uh, so that's... That's not what you want to hear, obviously. And maybe that's just because there's a new mayor in town and they don't know where she stands. Maybe that could change very quickly because not a lot has actually changed other than like the, the dates progressing, but nothing has necessarily changed in the last couple of months. Things are still happening on this front for Howard Terminal. And also, Tim Kawakami is a, a good journalist and whatnot, but the fact that there's some pessimism in John Fisher's ranks and in his offices being leaked to the media could cause some questions. Maybe uh, getting it to the right sport, uh, you know, uh, people in media, maybe that's their next play to try and drum up uh, excitement or, you know, rattle some different cages, I guess, uh, in Oakland to try and get a deal done with new mayor Libby Chef. Or, sorry, not Libby Chef, Shang Tao. Um, Maybe, that, maybe that's what's going on here. I don't know. But here's a quote that I found interesting from the, uh, from, from the piece from Kawakami. It says, quote, Nevada politicians have sent loud signals that there is no money available to support the A's new stadium, uh, end quote. That's encouraging for Oakland A's fans, um, unless they, you know, go to like Nashville or something. But I don't know that there's enough time to be going and doing another excavation mission and finding out where they're going to be next. That doesn't make sense. If the timeline is as tight as they keep telling us, they're going to have to get a deal done, probably with either Vegas or Oakland. Uh, or the timeline's been a sham the whole time. One of those things. Uh, he also says that it is not impossible for a Nevada deal to get done. This is Kawakami. Uh, but it, it's not on the fast track to get done either. And that is the important thing for the A's, seemingly, is how long is something going to take? They are already, they have checked a lot of boxes with the city of Oakland. There's still some big ones to check, but they have checked a lot. And they have not even, at least publicly, picked a site in Las Vegas yet. Things move slowly in California because all of the restrictions and all the things that you got to do. But... Uh, they're, they're well ahead of anywhere else that they could start right now in Oakland. So that's good. Uh, here's another one. And this is, I, I think, important from the article. Uh, he says, quote, If Fisher realizes he can't do this by the end of the next baseball season, which is only a few months away. I, I mean, baseball season, it is so far away. There's an entire season, but at the end of the year, roughly. Um, if he hasn't. You know, uh, if he realizes he can't get this done by the end of the next baseball season, and if a move to Vegas seems almost as difficult, I really, this is Tim Kawakami, I really think he might consider selling the team to somebody who'd likely want to keep it in Oakland. End quote. That is an amazing quote. I love that quote. Sell the team. Sell the team. Chant with me. Sell the team. Uh, that would be amazing. 
And uh, a, a big wish come true for a lot of A's fans. Um, and so there's that. That I, I wanted to share that. Just some nice news to start off 2023. It's not going to be as bad as the last three years for the world. 2023, at least Oakland's going to have a good year. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, there's a lot that has to get done, obviously. A lot of... The, Shang Tao has to, you know, draw her line in the sand. Nevada has to draw their line in the sand. And then John Fisher gets to go examine lines in sand and see what he wants to do. And if he hates both of those lines of sand, maybe he sells the team. I don't know. That would be pretty cool. But coming up, uh, it's a double-edged sword if he sells the team right now. So I'm going to go over that here in just one second. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all of the fat and calories? Then you gotta try a Built Bar. We've got we've gone through the holidays, and I know that my goal is to eat a little bit healthier this year. If you're like me and you want to eat healthier, but you don't want to compromise taste, then boy, do I got something for you. You've gotta try Built. With Built, they're healthy and actually tasty. Seriously. They're so delicious, you won't even know that they're good for you. They're the perfect New Year's resolution. They will help you get healthier while also uh, not sacrificing the flavor. They taste like a candy bar, you guys. They're absolutely delicious. They're covered in 100% chocolate. There is, you can't do 110% chocolate. Whenever somebody says that they give like 110%, that's a lie. That's a lie. The most you can do is 100% chocolate and Built does that and also does it in a healthy way. So that's pretty cool. And now you don't even need to wait around to get a box for years. Literally since the inception of this podcast for years, we have been talking about how you can order Built built, 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 built bars at Built.com. Uh, now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That is right. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk in the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up to a four-bar bo four box, that is a tongue twister, a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with some of their hit flavors like brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later. Welcome back to the Lockdown Ace Podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Lockdown A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm a by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news, insight, and analysis coming your way uh, whenever I get the chance, which is mostly every day or sometimes a couple of times a day. Uh, check it out because there's great stuff. So check out Inside the A's at Inside the A's on Twitter and on Facebook. So if you never miss an article of, you know, just analysis or, you know, things that you might miss like a transaction and why it's important for the A's. Uh, that's been my, my main thing right now is, uh, hey, they signed this guy. What's his deal? And uh, I'm having a lot of fun doing that. Jake Fishman, pretty good signing. Drew Rachinsky, pretty good signing. Lots of pretty good signings, especially uh, one that I talked about on the last show, uh, Chad Smith, great acquisition. They traded, they, they traded for him, but uh, there, there's the reason he's a great acquisition. Check out Inside the A's to find out what it is. But let's talk a little bit more about what if Johns Fisher decides to sell the team at the end of the year? Obviously, John Fisher selling would be amazing. We all want John Fisher to go away because him and Lou Wolf and the ownership group do not spend money. Um, I wrote this piece actually for Inside the A's. I'll give it away, sort of. Uh, the, the largest contract 
that John Fisher and company have handed out in their tenure as owners of the Oakland A's since which started in 2004 is the Chris Davis deal for two years, $32 million, 33, whatever it was. Uh, it, it was, it's not enough. I think it was 33 and a half. There we go. Um, that's the biggest deal that they have handed out. Two years, 33 and a half million dollars, uh, because they, they did not give out the Eric Chavez franchise setting deal of six years, 66. Uh, they, they paid most of it, but they didn't hand that one out. So that one does not count. In fact, it is roughly half that amount. Uh, so they're not, they're not big spenders, these guys. And also, if you include that uh, Chris Davis was traded halfway through that contract, does that, does that count as the biggest contract that they've handed out and paid? Because it could actually end up being the Billy Butler three-year, $30 million contract, the thing that they actually signed or you know, signed off on and then paid the completion. So they're not big spenders. So obviously any, any change should be a decent change for A's fans. But at the same time, it might not be. Sorry about that. My son wanted a nap and then he didn't nap. So back to what I think I was talking about. The uh, ownership has not given out very big contracts in the past. So obviously the A's could use, or A's fans could use a change in ownership, but selling right now without a new ballpark is a tricky proposition. Obviously, uh, a lot of A's fans are hoping that Warriors owner Joe Lacob is the guy that ends up eventually purchasing the Oakland Athletics uh, because he would be the A's version of Steve Cohen, who is just blowing by all of the luxury taxes and just spending as much money as he has, which is great. And uh, that, that would be nice, obviously, but maybe the A's are sold to somebody that is not him, not Joe Lacob. Maybe they're sold to somebody more like Charlie Finley, who, you know, he, he had his moments. He got the A's franchise a little bit of a, a run there in 72 to 74, but he also relocated the team. So without the stadium or the ballpark there to you know, really attach the A's to Oakland before a sale, it could be a very double-edged sword. They, the A's might get an owner that is fantastic and spend a lot of money, but are they going to relocate the team? That is the big worry. If, uh, if you're just, if you just want them to sell to anybody without the ballpark built, without Howard Terminal being the place in Oakland or anywhere, uh, then it's a tricky proposition. And so they, it's exciting. The first segment that we talked about, very exciting, but also a lot of uh, scary stuff in there too, because the, the, the new owner couldn't not really care about the Bay Area. Maybe they're not from the Bay Area. Maybe they're, you know, from New York and they want to relocate them to Nashville to be closer or they want like a third Florida team or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff at play here. And so obviously it's, it's exciting. It's enticing to think that John Fisher could actually sell at the end of this year, maybe. But I, I'm going to pump the brakes on that one and just be like, hey, let, let's hope that we have some good traction with Howard Terminal too, because both of those things need to happen. We'll see. Um, coming up on the show, I'm going to just talk about how I'm, how I'm going to be approaching the 2023 season with all of this uncertainty. So stay locked in, you guys. 
Welcome back to the Locked On Ace podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe on your platform of choice. Uh, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel because it's blowing up. Uh, in in the time that I was paused with my son wasn't sleeping, we gained another subscriber. So good job, everybody. Keep the comments coming. So good at baseball. So handsome. Right down below. Uh, also, make sure to follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at by Jason B on Twitter. And make sure to check out Inside the A's for more A's news, insight, and analysis. It's, it's things that you, you want to know the answers to, but you didn't think that there was content for that. It's there at Inside the A's. I'm, I'm going to get you guys excited about 2023 or die trying. Uh, hopefully I don't have to sacrifice myself and become a martyr of A's fandom for you guys to go to the website. So uh, go, go, and then uh, we can all just watch baseball together. It'd be great. Let's talk about how I'm approaching the 2023 season, though, because I'm I'm getting more excited by the day, I think. Uh, the more that I look into some of the additions that the A's have made and some of the moves that the A's have made, I, I get more excited about the season at hand. Maybe it's just baseball season returning in just a couple of months. Uh, pitchers and catchers are in like a month and a half. It's pretty cool. It's a great time of the year. Uh, obviously, we got to get past this stupid Super Bowl, but then baseball season. Uh, so that's cool. And there's also a WBC this year. It's, it's a good time to be a baseball fan, but this season I'm going to just enjoy the crap out of this team because I don't know what is going to happen this year or with the A's in general right now, as I'm speaking on January 6th, that's a date. <laughs> Didn't know what the date was. Uh, as I am talking today, uh, we, we don't know what the future of the A's franchise is going to be. Maybe John Fisher sells and Joe Lacob is the purchaser of the Oakland A's. That would be great. But maybe the A's are relocated to Vegas or, you know, have an agreement with Vegas by this time next year. And all of the future seasons in Oakland while that stadium is being built are going to be like tainted because they're not going to be our Oakland A's anymore. Sure, they'll be still playing in Oakland most likely, but... They're, they're not going to be ours, and we're not going to have that same attachment to the team. But right now, as I'm recording, we do. And with that big lump of uncertainty, I am going to enjoy the hell out of the guys that we have. Yeah, Estuary uh, Ruiz, super excited. Is he going to pan out? No idea. But, oh, man, am I going to clap real hard for that guy? Centerpiece of the Sean Murphy deal. Uh, what's going to happen with, uh, you know, Cole Irvin and the rotation and Ken Waldachuk and Drew Ruchinski? Who knows? But I love them all so much. This year, I'm going to be so invested in the Oakland A's. And I usually am. I'm usually optimistic anyway. And I know that ownership has screwed us over so many countless times. They've raised prices. They've done. There are ways to enjoy the team by just having cable. Just watch them at home. But have fun doing it and talk to other A's fans. There's lots of passionate people out there, like myself and others, uh, who just love this team. And I think that that is something that we should really just band together on uh, this season because it could very well potentially be the last one that we all have with a little bit of joy in our hearts. Uh, there, it, We might all be looking for new teams by this time next year, uh, depending on what's going on with the A's. Uh, if the A's relocate, I know that a lot of us are going to be looking at other teams and be like, hey, I, I've rooted for you somewhat in the past. Maybe maybe you could be my full-time team. I don't know, but it it's just rough. 
I don't know that if, if the A's get sold, if there will be an intent to relocate by the new owner. Uh, but you can't put it past anybody because they're going to go where the money is because they just made a huge, like, billion-dollar investment in a baseball team. Obviously, they want to do the thing that's going to make them the most money. Obviously, just owning a baseball team makes you money, but they want to go where they're more comfortable. Maybe it's closer to their home or their place of business. Joe Lacob, uh, I, I wrote about this at Inside the A's, um, he's interested in buying the Angels. And if he does that, which would happen the next few months, uh, then he, he wouldn't be allowed to buy the A's. And that would be like our, our shining knight gone. He, he'd... He'd have a flesh wound. <laughs> Monty Python. Anyways, um, that wouldn't be great. And so if Joe Lake buys the Angels, I don't know what we root for at that point. I, I think we root for uh, John Fisher to sell, but like once Howard Terminal is built. I think that's that would be the hope at that point. Um, but yeah, it, it's a rough time to be an Ace fan right now. It's, all, it's usually a rough time to be an Ace fan, but specifically right now because the team might be uprooted instead of rooted, and that would uh, completely suck. So this season, 2023, I am embracing the ignorance of the future. Embrace the ignorance, 2023. I, I love that, ta uh, that, that tagline there uh, because it's we, we don't know. And we're not going to know until it happens. So embrace the ignorance. 2023. Uh, that's locked on A's for you guys. Just having fun. Um, obviously, the show's going to still be the same. I'm going to still give you guys what I usually do. Uh, but maybe I'll be more upbeat. Obviously, I'm, I'm gonna, if somebody's struggling, I'll talk about them struggling. Uh, I mean, it's going to happen because I still want to root for the team. Um, but... We're, we're going to have fun doing it. We're going to have a fun season in 2023. So if you have not subscribed already, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel over at, you know, at Locked on A's on YouTube and uh, at Locked on A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news, insight and analysis. But thank you again so much for making Locked on A's your first listen of the day. Uh, next week, we're going to be doing some stuff. Not sure what, but we'll do some stuff. It'll be fun. We'll talk about the A's. We'll get excited about the 2023 season. That is my goal for next week. Get you super excited about the 2023 season. I also think that I'll be making an appearance on Locked On MLB. So look for me over there as well. But for your second listen today, go check out Locked On MLB Prospects because host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Uh, the A's got some prospects, so go check out Lindsey Crosby as well. Uh, he's on YouTube as well. Go check him out. You can find him very easily. Locked on MLB prospects. Enter. Just type that into, like, the internet. You'll find them. <laughs> Anyways, that's all that I got for you guys today. So until next week, go out and celebrate good times, Ace fans, and I will talk at you on Monday. Monday.